the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Well, hello, James Oliver Hacking. How you doing? Hello, counselor. Congratulations on your settlement. That's great. Thank you, sir. Um, we're going to talk about YouTube, though. People don't want to hear about my settlement. People want to hear about your YouTube channel. And we're going to dig into that a little bit. So if people have questions about Jim's YouTube channel, um, I'm going to be asking him some questions, but and he's going to tell you some tidbits, I'm sure. But uh, if you all have questions, um, I actually, you know what, I can put a link inside of Facebook so people can actually come on and ask you questions, kind of like we're on the Jim Hacking oh, uh, Immigration Answer Show. That'd be kind of cool. Um, so I can do that, but you feel free to put them in the comments as well. But uh, Jimbo, let's just start this. Uh, where do you want to start with, we, with the YouTube stuff? Well, I think the one question that a lot of people ask is, is it too late to start on YouTube? Right. And I say, hell no, it's not too late to start on YouTube. People are consuming more video content than ever. Um, there are many, many reasons why you should be on YouTube. I've been blessed with some factors that made my channel a little bit more successful. And um, the reason we're doing this is because next year for the Maximum Lawyer Guild, our masterminds are going to include a half day of training the day before so this year in january we'll be going over my channel and helping you set up more importantly set up your channel right at the beginning of the year so you can get off to a good start and create start creating regular content so in answer to that question is it too late to get onto youtube absolutely not that people um, are still asking youtube questions they're still using it as a platform. I have a friend, the only two TV he watches is on YouTube and he's, it's not because of money. It's because that's where he likes to consume his content. Let me ask you something. If you were to start YouTube today, like today, and you could choose between either recording with a professional camera or this thing right here, the cell phone, which would you pick? Oh, I, I would, I would choose the, the, actual camera i think that there's I, I think it's totally okay to start with a phone but i think that um at the end of the day you want to have the right setup you want to have the right lighting this lighting that I, I mean if you look at this video that i'm doing right now and compare it to some of my old green screen videos it's just night and day you know i have ones that i was 
was cut off like this, or I was like this, or I was talking like this. And, you know, then we're going to talk about the rule against perpetuities. And then, you know, so um, there's a lot to be said for talking on camera every single day. You get used to it. You get looking at used to looking at the camera. I can shoot an 11 minute video now off the top of my head and just talk. Um, I think that the question that you raise, though, is an interesting one. And the reason I think it's an interesting one is because the cell phone does lend credibility. The highly produced, highly slick videos people are just suspicious of. And the younger that they are, the more suspicious that they are. So I think one of the reasons my YouTube channel worked is because I was sort of bumbling along, figuring it out as I went, certainly using the equivalent of a camera that you, you know, the cameras that are on phones now are 10 times better than the cameras I had. So I think that, um, I think that's the case. See if I can, while we're doing this, I'm gonna see if I can um, actually find some of your older ones and bring them up. I, I will tell you every once in a while, like on my YouTube, like whenever the kids are like, like they'll like watch stuff on YouTube on the TV at home. And like my, some of my old videos will pop up and I cringe. I see them like, Oh, Oh my gosh, those look so terrible. Um, so I'm sure you have some of those too. Well, I can probably find the really bad ones. Let me see what I can do. Um, you know, one thing that's funny is uh, is that um, the first video I ever, uh, the first set of videos I ever did, I paid $10,000 for, right? I went out to a studio in Virginia and I paid to do it. And of course, those those are my worst performing videos of all time, right? All right. Well, let's, let's talk about that. That's a good segue. Like what is, what, I mean, what makes a, a, a good, a well-performing video? Well, it has to be interesting. It has to be timely. It has to be entertaining. It has to give information and it has to have a call to action. That's pretty, you rattled it off really quickly. You want to do that one more time just so we can I, have it I down. It has to be interesting. It has to be entertaining. It has to provide value and it has to have a good call to action. Love it. Have you looked into what, what good call to actions work versus others? For example, phone number versus a URL. So I, I like to include all of it, right? Cause you never know where people are going to come from. I think it's good to have the URL on the video. I think it's good. I, I'm going to start tinkering around with um, like mid roll contact information. Um, but I've never had advertising on mine. I, on my live show, I, I use StreamYard, so I have running messages, you know, leave us a review or um, get on our text number so people can text now. You know, I have that live show too. So there's lots of things that you can do to keep it interesting. And, and I try to mix up my calls to action. Um, have you found, like, because you've been doing live videos for a while now, have you found that the lives perform differently than you recording and uploading? For sure. Yeah. The, the lives are, um, I, I'll do a live show now. And by the end of the show, there's 250 people watching within two days. It's, it has 3000 views. I think people listen to it and, um, and that's really how they consume it. Uh, I still like doing the recorded videos, but I also really like the interaction with people. I frankly got tired of trying to come up with concepts. And so now it's nice to have people ask me questions because then I can just riff off that. Yeah. And I want to stay on the live video for a little bit too. Um, I mean, I, 
you and I've talked about kind of like the struggles of doing the same thing with what you do when it comes to personal injury um, with the immigration stuff. I, I think it's a, it is a little bit easier to do. If you were to I, I, like, what would you say is the, the key is to getting that following with your live stuff? Is it just consistently doing it every single week or is it? Well, something else? I, I, I don't know that live really works until you have a set audience. Like right now with our subscribers, there's 58,000 subscribers. So now as soon as I go live on YouTube, like I did one on, I did a pop-up one on Saturday just for fun. And we had the same number of people showing up in the, in the waiting room and on the show because they all get alerted through YouTube when I go live. And so that, that's sort of like, you can't really pull that off until you have that high subscriber base. That's, that's interesting. Um, all right, let's talk about this. Like, let's, let me throw another strategy at you. All right. Let's say that you were to um, record a video a day, um, every single day and upload it every single day, or just go live every single day. Like, which would you recommend that someone do? Um, I know people, it depends, I think on your um, clientele. I know that our, our, um, our friend Audra goes live on TikTok every day. I think TikTok. Yeah. TikTok every day. Um, there was an attorney, another immigration attorney who came to one of our masterminds and she goes live every morning on TikTok, then on Facebook, then on Instagram. So you can definitely do it live. The problem, the problem with that is I think it doesn't lend itself to permanence. It's, it's good in the moment, but I think there's the, I can't tell you how many people come on my show and say, Jim, I've been watching your videos all day for like the last week and a half, right? There's just, there's just no substitute for it. That's one of the things that I'm going to talk about at the mastermind. And that is that we all thought that YouTube was going to be a great um, lead generation machine, but it's actually the, the, the actual truth is that it's a great lead conversion machine. And what do I mean by that? Well, if people are up at their house watching me or listening to me over and over for a few days, that the, who I am and how I view the world and specifically how I view USCIS and the state department becomes crystal clear. You know, there's just no substitute. We, we know it from our podcast. There's no substitute that people's true nature comes out audibly uh, over time. And so, um, you know, we live in a binge society, you know, like we're watching the crown right now, but tombstone started on Sunday. Tombstone's one of our favorite shows. We're not watching it until it's all the way done so that we can consume it the way that we want. Having permanent YouTube videos structured into channels based on case type or topic is very, very powerful. And, you know, I've had many people um, come to our office from far away. Um, this is when we were doing all of our consults in person. They've driven past lots of immigration lawyers' offices. And when I walk in the room, it's like I'm a movie star because they watched me on their on their phone. It's a good point about the conversion versus lead gen because I mean I've I've had I've experienced that a lot. Not, not, it's nothing compared to what you have because I've heard like oh I've just watched so many of your videos and they do like they'll just watch them and watch them and watch them because they're just consuming all that all that information. But no doubt in my mind it's helped help with that conversion quite a bit. It's it's really amazing what people like will watch right. <laughs> they'll just keep they'll just keep consuming it. Well, but the thing, and the thing is, is that there comes a time in the customer journey where they get hot and bothered, where they, they really like what you're saying. And it's great because it attracts the kind of people that you want. It repels people that you don't want. 
And, you know, I, I have no problem letting people copy my stuff because I'm me. No one else is me. No one else talks like me. No one else says things like me. So I don't mind talking about all of my practices and procedures and how I do things because the two reasons. One is nobody is the same as me. And the other real reason, frankly, is that most people won't put in the work. Yeah. Ooh, the work, right? That That's the other part of this. Like you can... I want to get into the YouTube setup in a little bit. We don't have a whole lot of time to do that, but the uh, I do want to see kind of like show people the back end of things. But you can like you can have the right setup for all your videos, but if you don't record the videos, that's the other part of it. Um, is there a key to the consistency? Like once a day, once a week, once a month. Uh, so let's say that you do get into some sort of groove where you put in the work and do the videos. Um, actually, you know, I've got a, I've got a better one. So answer that, like what, the frequency, what do we, what should we look at when it comes to frequency, but then also walk us through your process for recording and then producing the videos and editing it and all that. Let's say there's a chubby fellow and the chubby fellow wants to lose weight and he also wants to shoot YouTube videos, right? So th there's this chubby fellow. I feel like he, I know who you're talking about, but yeah, keep going. And he screws around, he's on a diet for a few days, then he cheats, then he's back off the wagon. Then, you know, it's almost the exact same thing with video, right? Like I'm a big believer in streaks and trying to map out my successes. And I think there, I think that in order for me to lose my weight, I needed something as drastic as 75 hard to get me out of my, my ebbs and flows of eating. And that's true with content. I think people have these great intentions. They might even shoot 10 videos in one day, but then they, and then they post them for 10 days and then they're like, Oh man, I'm gonna have to go in that studio for an hour and do five more videos. I don't feel like it. Like, I think you got to make it super simple. And that was one thing that I always benefited from was that um, I knew pretty early on that I didn't want to do all the editing. Um, so I would just shoot it on the camera download it and then send it somewhere and let someone else edit it. I think we're all so busy that you've got to make it easy to film, easy to edit, and then you need to just be consistent and do it every single day like like a campaign. That's good that's good advice. Um get on your calendar and do it. Um all right, so can we look at a little bit at your uh your YouTube setup? Like just like pick one video and see kind of how people should um set theirs up. Sure. Um let me Present. Pick one that is a, a decent video, like one that's performed fairly well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then tell everyone every one of your secrets about recording video and performing well. All right, so we were talking about bad videos. That was one of the first <laughs> videos I ever did. Look, there, there's even words over words. You can see my contact information in the back. So that's... Um, that's that's no good uh let's do views right. so we'll just pick one um let's do a recent one that did well um and this is this may be a dumb question but i'm sure some people are gonna have this question so uh do you run any of the ads beforehand or do you run it without ads I don't, I don't run any ads. I don't want people leaving my YouTube channel. I thought like that, that to me, like that's the thought process too. Um, so, cause we don't either, but I just want to make sure. Right. So, um, this video has done fairly well. Uh, let's see the analytics. So it's gotten about 50,000 views since published. It's gotten 30 views in the, you know, it's published 
a year and a half ago. Um, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. And oh, so it was published in July. So it's gotten 49,000 views since July. Um, if you want to look at the watch time, and this video has brought us 742 subscribers. Um, I think there's ways you can tell like how long people watched. So this is interesting to me. So you had within the first 10 days, it just skyrocketed and then it's kind of just kind of stayed steady. Like it's kind of plateaued. What do you like, what do you think that the reason for that is? Well, usually what happened is it'll go back down. So the, the fact that it's got this staying power is sort of surprising, but my videos, whenever I mention a trick or something that USAS is doing sneakily, those always get good performance. Interesting. Now, here's something interesting too. You can see the traffic sources. So subscribers isn't as big a deal as it used to be. Right now, suggested videos is where it's at. So you want the algorithm to do the work. The algorithm that YouTube has where they feed people the content, um, your content is, is more important now than subscribers, except for the fact that I go live. If it weren't for the live, subscribers wouldn't really matter um, because you remember, you have to remember, what does YouTube want? YouTube wants people to stay on the platform. So they want to feed people more and more information, uh, more and more videos that are on the topics that they know that you like. And I'm, so I'm assuming that that I'm drawing a blank as to what that picture is called. Like, like the one, like so it says new trick from USCIS. Um, like thumbnail. what is that? Thumbnail. Yeah. So the thumbnail, I'm assuming that that is extremely important because of that. Cause whenever it does pop up, you want them to click on yours and not someone else's. Yeah. And so like this one here, this is the best video I've ever had, right? It's got my big fat head. It's got that big number five. This is one that Kent edited back in the day. And, um, and we call this video around the office, we call this the control, right? So, and the reason we call it the control is because so far nothing's been able to beat it, right? So it has 408,000 views. Um, and it's brought us 5,100 subscribers. And that's one that comes from YouTube search. So look how different that percentage is, that 80% of that comes from YouTube search. And so that's because people are typing in what are interview mistakes people make at USCIS, right? Yeah, that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Like knowing that additional information too is really, really important. Oh yeah, it's fun. I mean, I don't know if you remember in the old days, Tyson, when Google would tell you a lot of information about like what people search for. And then they closed it. it all off. Yeah, but yeah. with YouTube, you can still find out a lot of that stuff. Yeah, that was like, that was amazing back in the day when you had all of that information and they just, I don't know why they shut it off, but it was. I mean, this is crazy. Look at this. This video has 860 views in the last two days. That's incredible. It's every single day. It's a, it's a three-year-old video. That is incredible. Um, so let's say you were to reshoot this video today. What would you do differently? Well, I've tried to recreate it, right? Um, I've tried to recreate it um, with similar headlines and sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. Um, oh, I don't know. I mean, we don't do the green screen anymore. I, I still, I would like to do some on the old green screen, but people around here don't want me to. Um, I, I have seen it like on TikTok. I feel like there's like a comeback of like the green screen, people like recording with things behind them. Well, and they're also on TikTok doing the, like, they'll pick a news article and then yeah. they'll talk in front of it. Gary Vee does that a lot. I kind of find it obnoxious, to be honest with you, but. Yeah. 
Hey, listen, I think Becca wants us to transition. Okay, cool. That's why I thought, but I want to give people a little bit more love. Okay, so uh, let's talk about what we're going to uh, be doing out in Scottsdale. The, the, the mastermind is January 19th and 20th in Scottsdale. It's going to be at Venue 8600. Uh, Thursday, it's going to be a half day video workshop, which I'm really excited about. And then Friday, we're, we're going to be doing the hot seats and Saturday. Um, it's a, it's a bonus. It's an additional day. You know, it's, it's optional for people that want to do it, but we're going to do the Sedona broken arrow pink Jeep tour. Sounds freaking awesome. Um, and the, we will have to post a, the link to, to join that. Obviously you got to be in the guild to do this, but, um, there's, uh, plenty of guild members going already. And if, if you want to join us and you're not a guild member, make sure you uh, go to maxwellguild.com and uh, join us in the guild. Um, now, the we're also going to be doing a promo, but uh, I'm just going to tease that. Um, anything you want to say, anything else you want to add to that part of it, Jimbo? Well, well, just as it relates to the event itself, you know, one, we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about my setup and my history and sort of my philosophy when it comes to YouTube. Then, But then much more so, you know, it's the beginning of the year. We're going to try to get people motivated to do video, actually doing video, talking about how to set up your room, what kind of camera you need, lighting, all that stuff, sort of the basic stuff. But then, but then we're going to go too into trying to come up with some a, a calendar of content and ide ideas of what you can create content wise um ways to think about staying consistent all that kind of stuff because to me the the technical stuff is just a way that people avoid doing the work right it's just a way oh well i got to get the perfect lighting or i got to get the right camera that's all bs that's all bs yeah monday so just monday there was someone there's it's a it's a new guild member i'm not gonna say who it is i'm not gonna put them on the spot but they're like yeah, I want to do, I'm going to start doing these videos, but you know, like I've got to get my scripts together. And I was like, I was like, no, 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 no. You know what you want to talk about? Just start recording. Like you don't need to write scripts for every one of your videos. Cause that's just another hurdle that's going to prevent you from doing it. And then, cause what's going to happen is, is you're going to, you're going to write the scripts, right? And maybe you might write the scripts, but then you're going to go sit down. Oh, my lighting's not right. Or this isn't right. Or that's not right. And you're going to keep just creating additional hurdles for yourself that you're not going to do it. So uh, I, I love the idea that you're going to go through all that stuff so they can remove those hurdles so that they have no, they, they no longer, no longer have an excuse, which I think is going to be great. Well, and you have to embrace the fact that you're going to suck. So one of the things we're going to talk about is that your first 50, 75 videos are going to stink. And you actually have to go through that process to get better right? You can't get used to talking to a camera until you're used to talking to a camera. And you can't, and, and the other piece of that is, I really am going to encourage people not to look at their metrics for six months, seven months, eight months, because you'll give up if you watch your numbers. You'll give up and say, oh, this isn't working. Oh, I knew it. Oh, how dumb is this? You got to have that consistency. Because the, the funny thing about content is, both on TikTok and on YouTube, is you never know what's going to hit like that video that I showed you, I had no way of predicting that that was going to be my best performing video of all time. Like you just, you take your swings in the batter's box and you see what happens. I will tell you, and this is, I'm sure you've experienced this with your videos. I put a lot of effort in some of my TikTok videos and I get like 
I'm not kidding, like one view. And it's like, <laughs> what? And then, but I did this one where like, I didn't do a whole lot of work for it. It was like 8,000 views. And I'm like, what is like, <laughs> why can't I, why can't I figure this out? But I'm, I'm guessing it's like that with the YouTube stuff too, where like you had no idea that that five interview mistakes or whatever it was, was going to hit like it did. It just did. And now it's your, your most, or your best performing one. So I'm guessing it's, it's going to be the same thing with really whatever platform. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And you can't, you can't mastermind it. You can't hack it. You can't predict it. You just, the, the, you really have to do the work and then let the algorithm do the thing. The thing, TikTok's crazy. I mean, Nor and I did one running around in the front yard and I was acting silly and it just went crazy. It went crazy. So you, you just never know. It's cool. Like you're, you did a pizza one and then we'll come back to the guilt, the guilt stuff, but the pizza one, like how did the pizza one do? Fine. Yeah, it's fine. funny. Yeah. All the, all the non, all the white people I know loved it. All the immigrants could care less. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Like if you're going to like, don't give me what it is like, but if you're going to say like, like if you're going to go out to the mastermind in Scottsdale, like what's going to be like the most important thing that you're going to talk about when we go out there? Mm, good question. Um, content creation, how to get, how to, how to develop a system for regularly creating content without too much of a headache. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's it's a lot good. simpler. It's a lot simpler than people make it out to be. People make it out to be a lot harder than it is. So, um, so my video guy, he's, it's funny. He's got like his process that he's built out and it's kind of nice for me. Like, and he only does my social media stuff. So he only, he only does TikTok, Instagram, uh, and then Facebook. And then he also does the, the YouTube shorts. But it's it's all it's you know it's a different format, right? And it's it's kind of cool. Like I just I just record and upload it. We uh, we batch them, so I upload them in a batch, and then he's got like a machine on the back end that just bloop spits them out. It's it's Great. pretty cool. So I, I'm assuming you do all that in house, though. Yeah, uh, Justin, my video guy, does all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, okay, we only have a couple minutes left. Anything else you want to talk about when it comes to Scottsdale, when it comes to what you're going to talk about? I think we're good. Okay, cool. Uh, well, keep an eye out for the promo we're going to do, be doing. That's all I'm going to say. It's going to be coming up. Um, so just keep an eye out for that. Uh, we got something coming up for you. So if you're interested in joining us in the guild or in Scottsdale, um, there, oh, here we go. Full mastermind details right there that's a new uh, that's new jimbo it looks different so very cool uh all right well hopefully you will join us out in scottsdale or in the guild so have a wonderful day everybody See you, thanks bud see ya